0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh yeah. Very very serious.
1: Is the mandatory Samson podcast coming to you live from New York City? It's Stand Up New York Labs. Hi, my name is Chris Flannery. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Joseph Noe, and my even gooder friend Andrew Genolosi. How's that make you feel, Joe? Hit, buddy.
0: Jealous? Yeah, shit. Very jealous.
1: Listen, we have an excellent program lined up for you today. Of course, we're going to go deep into the Baltimore. Protests, riots, okay. the whole Freddie Gray thing—that is 100% happening. Uh, we covered this story last week before yes, we it got did. a lot of huge attention. And Joey, you called me and you were like, "Ah, we we talked about this." Yeah, we and talked about this. I know we were all over it, and now now everybody's all over it. But mandatory Sampson first on the case. Uh, we're gonna get into a few quick hits. Okay. Before we get into the whole Freddie Gray thing, because. I have a lot about that, and uh, I think it deserves our attention, so we'll get to that. But Mm -hmm. I want to definitely touch on a couple of things before we get into that. Um, I'd also like to close the episode with huge UFC news. The champion John Jones got into a little bit of trouble and some shit went down. I know Andy probably wants to get into that a little bit, too. Uh, Some of the things we're going to get into, some of the quick hits, are David Petraeus, the former force well, he's not a former, he's a four-star general mm-hmm. and the former CIA director. He was in a little bit of trouble and he got sentenced this week. Uh-oh! And I want to touch on that because it's uh pretty pretty ridiculous <laughs> kind of the sentence that he got as compared to other people that have done similar things. Oh, uh, we're just going to talk very briefly about Nepal. I mean, there's not much oh, the to say yeah. about it. Yeah, it's a horrendous situation, but. It's just rubble right now. So we can touch on that a little bit. And independent senator from Vermont, Bernie Sanders, has chosen to run for president. We could talk about that. I'm so excited. Uh, Who we actually serendipitously talked about last week, right? Yes, we did. Bernie Sanders with the uh, Trans Pacific Partnership thing, but we'll get into that. Uh, Before we get into any of that stuff, I want to read a couple emails we got. We got a bunch of emails this week. Emails. Picked a few that we're going to talk about. Uh, Even before that, this is crazy, Joey. There's Uh so much stuff at the top of the show, it's so confusing. Uh, Our friend Jolie, who is always commenting on the SoundCloud, she's a Mm -hmm. listener, she's a fan of the show, and we always appreciate her support, she got in touch with me and she asked if I'd be willing to promote a project that she's working on, and I said, sure, that'd be great. She basically, she, I asked her for a little description. This is what she says the description is. It's, a, it's like a crowdfunding thing, and I'll give oh, you the okay. website. But she says, this is a campaign, is an attempt to privatize healthy food aid without relying on government programs like food stamps or other public assistance. Basically, what she's doing is she's trying to create a pipeline between like farmers where she mm-hmm. lives, local farmers, to get locally grown, good vegetables, healthy food two people in Baltimore
0: that's a great idea
1: yeah I think it's a fantastic idea I really like it and if you guys want to read more about it learn more about it donate money whatever you want to do you can go to crowd rise dot com slash scarlet letter Baltimore and you can find all the information right there so Jolie good luck with the project I think it's really cool and I hope that helps
2: yeah
0: yeah awesome and thank you for stepping up and try to help the people in Baltimore
1: yeah absolutely well and I mean it's the type of thing where it's like yeah it's kind of born out of uh, tumult but it's something that can last a long time yes. you actually got something like that to work so all right so good for you Jolie, and I hope it works out let me know what's going on with it here we go mm-hmm. I got some oh by the way I'm wearing my Rangers jersey it's Matt Zuccarello Matt Zuccarello is out for the entire second round probably wait what yeah, he got hit I in know. the head with a puck it fucking is terrible I know. Oh, man, Rangers now. open up tonight against the Capitals I'm predicting Rangers in five or six go fuck yourselves Capitals all right <laughs> All right, so I got a couple emails. We got an email from our old friend Bryce, who we've mentioned on the podcast mm-hmm. before. He says, Mad, Sam, and friends, it's obvious, but I'll say it anyway. You all are killing the podcast. Well, thank you, nice. sir. It gets better and better each week, guys. Keep it up. Yeah, we're going to. I wanted to toss a rap video your way because I believe I have found Joey's long-lost Canadian brother. Oh, that is so awesome. The link is below for you guys to check out, which I downloaded the video, so we're going to play it in a minute. In my not-so-humble opinion, I think the guy in the video sounds just like Joey. Maybe have Joey, and I love this idea, maybe have Joey throw down a few sick rhymes on the next podcast so we can get more support from the nobodies. Oh, Keep killing yeah. it, boys. Best regards, Bryce. Thank you, sir. You guys want to hear this video? Yes, I do. I want to say this. I don't want to make fun of the guy in the video because he's, you know, whatever. He is what he is. But. Mm-hmm. He does sound like you, and I think it's kind of worth playing. So do you want to hear it?
0: Yes, let's let's do this. All
1: right, so this is a, a video that Bryce sent us of a kid trying to rap who's not good at it that sounds like Joey. So let's hear yeah. what this sounds like. Yeah,
3: what's up,
2: people? <laughs> I'm from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And <laughs> yeah, just
0: got to say. Can you say I'm from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada? I'm from Hamilton. Oh, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I'm from Hamilton, Antonio, Canada.
1: Yeah, Hamilton, Antonio, Canada.
2: Yeah. I know some rapping song, like
0: a song that I just wrote like, off the top of my head. If you like it, press like. If you don't, I don't give a shit. It's just a song. I like this kid's I attitude, his be devil-may-care attitude. Yeah, here I go. <laughs> I don't even know the title yet, but that's gonna okay, Yo, it don't me. worry about it. Untitled
1: Freestyle. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: The suspense is killing me.
4: Yeah. Motherfucking please. You always done all this shit.
0: Now I just want out of it.
1: Oh, uh, I like how you run shit and it there. Alright, whatever. We don't have to get this whole thing. <laughs> Do you think that guy
0: sounds like you Joey? A little.
1: I guess. I think you sound better, probably.
0: Again, uh, Yeah, I agree. To me, it's kinda when you listen to a recording of your voice, you like the way I talk isn't the way I hear myself, if that makes right. any sense.
1: Yeah, like I to me, I sound like Celine Dion. In my head, but then when I listen to it, I sound like George Clooney, but it is what Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. I look like George Clooney all the time, but (laughs) all right. Uh, All right, Bryce, thank you. We appreciate that. If you find any more videos of people that sound like Joey, feel free to send them. If anybody out in the world knows Joey's brother, Jimmy, if you could film him, he sounds just like Joey, but a little different.
0: So do you want me to start writing some lyrics for next week?
1: Yeah, I'd love for you to... Write a freestyle. Andy, okay. that's probably a great idea, right? What What would you like Joey to write a freestyle about, ideally, if you had to pick?
2: Um, I don't know, because freestyles are always kind of just what's coming off the top of their head. Right. I would like it, ideally, to be about sex and women. Okay. Uh, oh, and... Great.
1: I'd like it to be sexual. <laughs> <laughs> write this down. Oh, uh, by the I'm way, get right titles. Now. This is a big episode. You're going to want to have titles. doing that right now. If you listen, everybody that's listening, we're going to get into some serious shit in a little bit. These next emails are pretty serious, so we're okay. going to get into them, and then we have some real shit to talk about. But Joey, as far as your freestyle is concerned, uh-huh. sexual, mm-hmm. and I wanted to involve some, the Koch brothers.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: All right? Yeah. So whether you want to bang the Koch brothers or you don't want them to have sex anymore, whatever, whatever it is, you go whatever direction you want. No, I gotcha. to you. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Bryce, for that, and I think it's a great idea. I'm very excited for Joey's rap. We got an email from Megan, our friend Megan from Canada, who's always sending great emails. Uh, it's her birth it was her birthday yesterday. So happy, oh, happy birthday, birthday, Megan. She had a special request from uh, from us, Andy, she said it's my birthday this Wednesday, April twenty ninth. Obviously it's a day late, but yeah. said I appreciate some J. Cole to end the show. His new video for Wet Dreams is cute as fuck and no puppies were harmed in the making. I don't understand the reference, but maybe you could tell me. I don't know.
2: Uh, Yeah. There's dogs in the video and uh, it appears they're all in good spirits. So um, <laughs> okay, if that's what she wants us to end with, then I'm totally fine with that. Okay. And uh, what was her name? Megan. Happy birthday, Megan.
1: Yeah. Megan from Canada.
2: Oh, who's always sending us stuff. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. You got it, Megan. Right. Whatever that's you what want. I figured. No problem. Yeah.
1: Megan's email is a good one. She goes, hey, Chris, always great to hear from you. Well, likewise. Yeah, I love that you're following the Trans-Pacific Partnership. It's mind-blowing in all the worst ways. Keep it up. Yeah, I agree, and we're definitely going to keep it up. Holy shit, I'm hot in here, dude. This is a hockey jersey. I know. Can't believe it. You can take it off. No, because right. we can't have the air conditioning on because no, 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 it fucking no. interferes. I, I mean, the hockey jersey, you this, can take it off. No. This son of a bitch is wearing a Tuesdays with Stories t-shirt. I designed it, but I don't have one. But Andy uh, does, so it is what Well,
2: it's my show. I produce the show. And uh, Ethica this week. Oh, here we go. I got the new pair of Ethicas, and I said I was going to do this. Evan, cut to my camera. <laughs> so every <laughs> week I'm going to wear a new pair of Ethicas because I want a sponsorship. Oh, yeah? yeah oh, my God. Look at this. this is getting good right now. Oh, well, he really dropped them this time. Wow, wow. Look at that.
1: That's like a DMT trip. Yeah. That's nice stuff.
2: These are, I call these the- uh, I like the grain. I'm not sure what to call these because I have Galaxy ones too, and uh, these are kind of like my Picassos, is what I call them. I like them, but, Picassos. Uh, yeah, I'll wear a new pair every week. Ethica, I would really love a sponsorship. I know, you know, you guys sponsor extreme athletes, but I think it would be cool and funny if you know you could. Sign a podcast guest that nobody's ever Extreme podcast guest. Guys, tweet at them,
1: hashtag AndyEthicaMSP sponsorship. Yes,
2: please. (laughs) That
1: entire hashtag, that's what (laughs) I want. Megan says, "Uh, I recently landed a job at a Canadian nonprofit that develops experimental civic education programs for elementary and high school students to get them informed and engaged in politics. That's Hmm. terrific. It's pretty awesome, but I was disappointed to hear that you don't vote, Chris. Well, Megan... I do vote. Ideally, I'd like to see every, literally every citizen not vote because that would send quite a strong message. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen, but I definitely did vote. Uh, she says, we're still living in a democracy, and the best way to transform a democracy is to transform the electorate. Whether that means the electorate is empowered to vote or empowered to revolt, either change hmm. is welcome in my books. This applies especially to people in our age and tax bracket. Okay. There has been this sentiment on your podcast lately, Andrew, I'm speaking to you too, that the world has gone to hell in a handbasket and there's nothing we can do. But I think you guys can voice a mission rather than some belated and futile misgivings. None of you are apathetic because apathy is inaction and apathetic people don't waste time recording podcasts. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Wow. I'll say this. I don't think that we've said that there's nothing we can do about things. I think that's why we're doing the show in part.
2: Yeah. Uh, yes. I in just to clear the air. Um, I, I, I know I say that I feel we're fucked very often, but don't get the wrong idea. I do believe that. And I think I've said this, that if we all wake up, excuse me, and realize our responsibilities and what we need to do to make change, that that change is possible. Yeah, no doubt about it. So I just want to put that out there. I'm not just constantly saying we're doomed and nothing good is ever going to happen again.
1: Right. No, well said. I mean, I think we've said certain things are probably, like, as far as government is concerned, it's hard to overturn those things. more uh-huh. impossible to overturn those sure. things. Global warming might be like that, but it doesn't mean that you should just go around your life fucking doom and gloom all the time. You, you The only right. thing you can really do is just be uh, a force for good or positivity in your own self in your own life. And that's it. That kind of like radiates out in concentric circles. You know, you do
0: good on what you can affect the everyday thing. You can
1: only really control yourself. So if you're, if you have the option to be a piece of shit or be nice or try to do something good for people, don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. Do something good for people. And then that kind of ideally affects everyone. And that, that sort of radiates out government's a totally different thing. Whatever. I get your point, Megan, but you know, yeah, uh, we're not totally fucked, but I think people need to get on the same page. It's partly why we do the podcast. I think it's important. She's, this is another thing, Andy, that I think was maybe more directed at you. She says, also, Britt McHenry is a raising, raging bitch. For those of you that don't know, we talked about Britt McHenry at the tow yard video last week. Uh, but who gives a fuck if she was banging someone while her truck was being towed? That bit sounded a little slut-shamey.
2: It was, <laughs> uh, was kind of slut-shamey, and I, you brought it to my attention. And I just want to put this out there. I am I'm not a slut because I have a girlfriend, but I am an extremely sexually active person and I don't ever want you guys to think that I'm putting down people having sex, random hookups, whatever. It was just meant to be a little quick joke. Right. Um Yes, I enjoy sex quite often.
1: Right, yeah, I, I mean, of course. And she says, she goes, I'm sure you guys are just kidding, but most yeah. dudes aren't when they talk like that. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, he, we, you said whore or whatever. You don't.
2: Sure, sure. It's fucking, and,
1: you're just saying that.
2: Yeah, um, I try to do a lot. I know I'm not that funny. I try to be funny on the show. Um, but yeah, and, and if there's one thing that does bother me and almost makes me feel lucky, and, and maybe you too, when you're out with uh, with Molly on the streets and you overhear these conversations of uh, other couples, and you just get that feeling of like, God damn, we're lucky. Oh, like okay. I've heard so many conversations of du- it's mostly dudes, right? Just saying shit that's just like, like fucking really, right? Like, like, like that's why you how that? you talk to yeah. your lady, like the woman who. Like, I, 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 and again, you know, I don't want to go off on this whole thing, but a lot of us are very lucky to have the ladies we have in our lives. Like, uh, like, let's be real. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, it's a lot of bravado. You mean, like, people are Yeah. Just like putting shit out? Yeah, of course. And, and nothing bothers me more than the overconfident douchebag who doesn't appreciate his woman. And uh, so, I just want all that to be put out there because. I love my girlfriend and all of that stuff. And I love women. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> all right. Thank you, Andy. Andy coming out in favor of women. Uh, Megan, thank you for your email. We're going to play Jake Cole at the end. Happy birthday again. Absolutely. Listen, I, you know what? I this is taking a little longer than I thought to get through these emails. I apologize if people are uh, like, well, what are you guys doing? We're going to get to it in a second. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just hold on. I got to read this guy. Okay. He goes, What's up, guys? Still digging the show. Just a couple of things I've been wanting to share with you. One, my phone has been acting really jewy lately, which I don't <laughs> think
2: you should use jewy in that way. No, because if a phone was acting dewy I feel like it'd be on top of shit. Right, getting shit nice. done. Yeah. yeah, good point.
1: Good spin. Uh, lately, and I had trouble listening to the new episodes. Well, I'm sorry. What do you want me to do with that? So, so, so I that. went back and listened to the first couple of ones. Andrew, when are you going to shred your guitar for us, man?
2: Okay, um, actually, uh, I was talking to John, the owner, or one of our part owners now. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, I bought a new guitar this weekend. Oh my it god. It is a BC, have you seen the
0: pictures? No, I have not, but I can't wait.
2: Oh my god, it's a BC Rich, like, straight metal guitar, uh, it's supposed to be 800 Got it for two fifty in this little mom and pop music vintage Nicely shop done. in peak skill with my lady. And uh, oh, and I got a glass slide. Yeah. Like Dwayne Allman plays. So um I'm going to drive in probably next week and uh, bring some gear, like bring an extra amp, bring an extra guitar, and leave it here. So um, cool. very, very soon we will have live music on the show.
1: Very nice. good. He has a suggestion for you. I'm not going to say it. We'll talk about it off the air. He also hashtagged Androids Unite, which is very cool.
2: <laughs> Does, uh, did he mention like a certain song or genre? Yes. He, yes. What, what did he?
1: It's a black key song.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Love the black keys. He
1: also says, Joey cracks me up, but dude, you got to pull your nuts out and tell Chris to suck it next time he shits on you. You can go both ways, buddy. I
2: hear a lot about that, too.
0: I'm, I'm going to hold on to my nuts until the perfect moment.
1: Yeah, well, you're okay. going to be the only one. <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm still a big fan. I agree on all but most of the points that you make, and it makes me want to spread the show to my buddies. Great. But sometimes the single child douchery comes Ooh. through my headphones just as clear as your
2: douchey voice. What? Oh
1: What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> Dad, I told you not to email the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um
1: I don't I you know, look, I don't know what that means. I think if you mean the show doesn't happen if Chris
2: isn't here, then you're right. Yeah. But otherwise, And what about that person that said they pictured you as an albino or something? It might be the same kid. I don't know. It could be. Doesn't make sense. I'm glad. Oh, one other thing is we took uh, a couple group photos, pro uh, group photos, which felt pretty cool. Yeah, that's going to be on the website. Yeah, we'll post those on the website, and uh, you can see what we all look like. Cause, um,
1: well, go to DailyMotion.com slash Labs, and you can check us out. Sure, but, yeah. but
2: I imagine there are probably some people who can't watch Daily Motion. And I remember growing up on radio, you have an idea of what a host looks oh, like, and they and never you look see like a picture, and like, you're just right, like it's oh, so what weird. is that? So you'll be able to see what we all look like very soon. Absolutely. I'm the tall, handsome one.
1: Uh... <laughs> I'm the slightly shorter, more handsome guy. More the, handsome, yeah. Uh, this guy continues. He goes, why can't people like golf, Dick? I, I made fun of golf <laughs> last week. It's
2: like Love it. Okay. Hate he it. goes,
1: some people like it, some people don't. Some people think hockey's stupid. You're right. Those people are dumb, though. Yeah. Uh, same shit. Other than that, big fan since F1. I look forward to you guys every week. Uh, and he well, also says, thank you. Andy, what about those Einstein guitar tapes that I- you were talking about?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, the Einstein uh, demos that he made. I had them on, I think, two computers ago on my old Asus, and it's kind of in in rough shape right now, but I have been trying to get those off of there because I can't find them anywhere else. They're awful, but they're worth listening to. Okay. So I will try and find them, I promise. All right, so there you go. There's a
1: little update there. I will try not to have my voice anymore Don't, i'll work on it <laughs> it's ridiculous no go fuck yourself you buddy a, yeah, yeah
2: you have a great voice for it yeah
1: thank you i appreciate that um this one this one's a little longer this is from my buddy on twitter uh his twitter handles well not exactly i always talk to him he's a penguins fan which points against him but okay. ranger smoked his team pretty pretty easily uh he basically wrote a couple of points a bunch of points about the um you know the baltimore stuff sure. we're gonna get into baltimore so okay. we'll, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. touch on that it took, like, a little longer to get through the emails than I thought it would, so I apologize. But, you know, we're going to get into Baltimore. He b- was basically asking what we thought about that. He did say, um, basically, like, how do you change a fundamentally ignorant hive mind? Like, all the comments that have been taking place on Twitter about this thing. Mm. And we're going to get into all that. It's a good question. It's a great question. He also says, keep up the good work. I still hope the Rangers don't make the cup. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Why? What is the matter? Ugh.
0: Devoted fan. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, the cool question for you. If you're a Penguins fan and your team gets beat, who do you default to to win the Stanley no, Cup? No, you don't really care. You,
1: yeah, well, you just you gotta don't pick a Western that. Conference team, first of all. Okay. And then you just see what happens. You yeah, root against the Rangers, you obviously. Just, you know. Is that what happens? You
2: root for a good series, basically. Yeah, you but, but ultimately, you don't care. No, okay. I mean,
1: it, it is what it is. All right, uh, so very good. That took a little longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to edit the emails a little better next time. I, I actually even did cut
0: some stuff out. Wow. Well, thank you guys for the emails. Yeah, we do we, appreciate them. We appreciate them. them. Mm-hmm. You,
1: you might even end up on the show. You see what happens? Yes. Um, all right. This is uh, the Nepal thing. I wrote a couple of things about it. There's not much. Like, what are we going to say? No, it is what 10,000 people are probably going to be dead when all said and done. The place is completely destroyed.
0: And... The one thing I heard was we were only going to send so much money, which I don't think is nearly enough. Well, to... I, I,
1: well what was the number?
0: I, I don't actually remember okay. what it was, but it seemed a little low for uh, the amount of damage and casualties that were, that were encountered.
1: All right. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, you don't have the number.
0: But the uh, the thing, I watched a Vice episode this
1: weekend where they were talking about Haiti, which got destroyed a couple of years, four years ago, four or five years ago. Excuse me, four or five years ago. And Uh, it was saying like... Five, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the money that is collected. They collected like a mm-hmm. billion dollars, basically. The money goes through the United States. Then they give it to like independent contractors who then even further contract shit out. Yes. And they're taking like 25, 50. Yeah, so, so the money never gets away. Like a, less than a penny of each dollar that was spent in Haiti went to the people of Haiti. Oh, they on. built them shit. They didn't need like soccer fields and things that like didn't help. They built an Olympic like park to go play in. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, people Great. don't have running water or nothing. So it's just like... no. Be really careful where you're giving your money, to, uh, especially like right in the first couple of days. I, I know that's sort of like a contradictory thing, and
2: people do need help there. Sure.
3: But
1: the money you're giving might n- not get, Truly not be go. going to them.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe a hospital or something. Right, like if you can directly give money
1: to somebody in Haiti, do that. Don't, yeah, you know. Um,
2: I actually had an idea for T-shirts for Haiti relief a long time ago when it first happened. Oh, really? Yeah, I was gonna make a T-shirt because you know how Haiti looks kind of like a heart a little bit yeah okay mm-hmm. I was yes just gonna make one that says love Haiti and then huh. and then all the money would have gone towards Haiti that's really sweet nice. okay well but then apparently it would have gone towards casinos or whatever. <laughs> yeah some yeah. just
1: garbage and, and nothing right uh, all right well, anyway so that's what's going on in Nepal obviously Nepal will uh you know we'll keep, keep updated on, on that on but there's not you know it's just a disaster right now so we'll see what happens this is a really interesting one. David Petraeus, the former CIA director and four-star general, he uh, got in trouble, if you remember, for leaking – I wrote it down. He shared classified information with his biographer, Paula Broadwell. His girlfriend, you mean? His married mother of two former mistress. Yes. Oh, okay. uh, he was cheating on his wife with this woman that was writing his biography, mm. and let her know a bunch of secret things that he probably should not have let her know.
0: Doing pillow talk,
2: pillow talk. I was just or, or say. whatever. But yeah. who does that as pillow talk? Like, right? Hey, baby, that was great. Like, you know, like what are we gonna do tomorrow for brunch? Listen. Not, hey, baby, I got a bunch of secrets about what's going on. in <laughs> Oh, the it next. goes beyond. Listen, that. listen what, some joke?
0: women are really attracted to power, troop. Movements.
1: Yes, and bowel movements too. Some weird <laughs> German. Uh, a plea deal
0: carried a possible
1: one year prison sentence. That did not happen. He got sentenced to two years probation and a $100,000 fine. The court papers show that prosecute. Yeah, hold on. Court papers show prosecutors recommended two years probation and a forty thousand dollars fine, but the judge went with a hundred thousand to quote reflect the seriousness of the offense.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: let me read what he did, and then we're gonna compare it to something else. According to the original indictment, Petraeus leaked quote. Classified information regarding the identities of covert officers, war strategy, intelligence capabilities and mechanisms, diplomatic discussions, quotes, and deliberative discussions from high-level National Security Council meetings. Leaks also included, quote, discussions with the President of the United States. So oh. this guy put out a lot of shit, and he got two years probation and a $100,000 fine, which I guarantee he can pay. Yeah, which is not Edward bad. Snowden yeah. mm-hmm. is sitting up in Russia. Yep. uh fearing that he'll be thrown in jail for the rest of his life. And even worse Or killed. Or killed or whatever. Definitely killed. Chelsea Manning, formerly Bradley Manning, got 35 years for leaking classified information to WikiLeaks, if you remember. Yeah,
2: what happened with... uh, That he's
1: Chelsea Manning now? Yes. We'll get into it. Okay. He leaked the collateral murder video, which if you haven't seen it, go watch the collateral murder Uh video. That's one of the most... That really fucking bothered me. And that really sparked my... Contempt for what the United States was doing uh, yeah. abroad, and like that, really focused my attention to it. That video really bothered me, and thank God that Chelsea Manning put that out there. It's important that we saw it. She's in jail for thirty-five years for leaking classified information. David, which is not nearly <laughs> as bad as what Petraeus Two years did, of probation, and he gets two years probation, one hundred thousand dollar fine. That's fucked up. And apparently, uh, during the proceedings, there was a lot of letters. Sent uh, on his behalf from high-ranking government officials and generals and whatever. Like, look, he's a good guy. Like, he made a mistake. Yeah, Yeah. he made a mistake. He was just fucking around on his wife and told his mistress all this bullshit that Mm -hmm. she shouldn't have known. That's reasonable. Yeah,
2: fucking around on your wife is totally reasonable.
1: Well, see, my only no, I'm saying I'm being sarcastic.
2: Obviously, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, I I completely agree with you.
0: Yeah. See, see, my question is, how does one? decide which top secret information is more important than other top secret information you mean how can you pick what's and choose gonna get a wetter yeah
2: exactly uh, uh, yeah. no i know yeah, where yeah, joey's yeah, going yeah. but that's a good way to go <laughs> no
1: right like no it's all right if it's all crucial <laughs> classified F- information, information then any then he should be in jail for 35 years too yes but it because should be the same general, it's fine right uh okay fuck you D- david petraeus you're a, a jerk off <laughs> what a stupid way to wrap that up to the Chelsea Manning thing he was Bradley Manning he wanted to transition into a woman he's transgender oh he is he is currently trans- in transitioning prison. in prison in yes. Leavenworth right uh, and they're yeah.
2: letting him do that yep oh wow
1: they had to fight for that but yeah he's receiving okay. hormone therapy and whatever oh good for him He. I'm saying he she is now Chelsea Manning
2: so. oh good like uh, Dennis Rodman or whoever that was <laughs>
1: yes Dennis Rodman now a woman a North Korean woman.
0: Uh, what, Joey? You had something to say about that? Yeah. Uh, so is the process 100% complete or is it- Well, still what on? do you want
1: to know? You want to know if he still has a penis? You're, yeah. you're sick,
0: Joey. It's immaterial. Okay. On to the next subject.
1: Uh, what I want to talk about next before we get into the Baltimore stuff, because I have a lot on Baltimore. Yes. I have some video clips. We're going to get into like stuff that came out in the last 24 hours. I think It's important to either debunk or just put out there. And then we're going to kind of, you know, just give our thoughts about it because it's a pretty big situation.
0: Well, I'd I be honest with you. Even it, like I believe all the information should always be out there, even if it does debunk or it doesn't debunk anything, because I... What do you
1: mean? Oh, you mean if it kind of contradicts what the protests are about?
0: Yeah, of course. I like to see the whole story, not just snippets or whatever it is. No,
1: no doubt about it. And I told, like I told you, I did hours of work on this to put a complete picture together. So... I want, because I want when people are listening to this, I want mm-hmm. you to get a, you're right, get a complete picture yes. of the story. I'm not going to ever, I'm not cherry picking information. If the, if something that I believe is contradicted by actual information, I'll tell you that. Then. Yes. The other thing I want you to know is that I, you can, tr- believe me, you can trust what I'm putting out there, not distorting the facts. This is legitimate. So if you need to get caught up on what's going on in Baltimore without any bullshit, I'm, we're going to do that for you. Yes. So trust that. Okay. Before we get into the Baltimore stuff, Bernie Sanders is running for president of the United States of America. He's a 73-year-old senator from Vermont. Nice. An independent senator from Vermont. He will be running as a Democrat, however. Okay. Because I think it's easier in a lot of ways to get money, to get recognized, to be in the debates and things like Mm -hmm. that. Obviously, he's a senator, so he could probably be there. Yeah. But he's going to run on the Democratic ticket. Fine. I get that. Uh, We have a couple of quotes in the email, things that he's going to run on, which I think are important. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I, do I envision myself voting for Bernie Sanders? I don't know. We've got to see how this goes more. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that he's in the debate. Uh, I think it's fantastic he's in the debate. It'll be interesting. I will say this. It's going to be very difficult to get a self-described Democratic Socialist Jew elected yes. president. Probably not going to happen. I have no problem with it, but I doubt that we're going to elect a socialist uh, and a Jewish person to, to office. Okay. Yeah. These are some of the things that Bernie Sanders is talking mm-hmm. about. People should not underestimate me. People should not underestimate me. I've run outside of the two-party system, defeating Democrats and Republicans, taking on big money candidates. And, you know, I think the message that has uh, resonated in Vermont is a message that can resonate all over this country. What we have seen is that while the average person is working longer hours for lower wages, we have seen a huge increase in income and wealth inequality, which is now reaching obscene levels. This is a rigged economy which works for the rich and the powerful and is not working for ordinary Americans. You know, this country just does not belong to a handful of billionaires. Great. I love that type of rhetoric. And hopefully, even if he doesn't gain the nomination, that's going to push Hillary to start using that type of language, which she has been doing. Mm -hmm. She's been doing a good job of that. Sanders said he would release, quote, very specific proposals to raise taxes on wealthy Americans and corporations as well as offer tuition-free education at all public colleges and universities. He touched on his past opposition to free trade agreements. He'll focus heavily on his opposition to the TPP, which is terrific. His support for heavier regulation of Wall Street and the nation's banking industry and his vote against the Keystone XL oil pipeline as a preview of his his campaign. So a lot of the stuff that we've talked about in the show, Bernie Sanders is taking up that mantle. That's awesome. I've always been a fan of his. Him, Sherrod Brown, Elizabeth Warren. Mm -hmm. They're sort of in that camp together and – We'll see what happens. It's cool that he's going to be in the conversation. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's cool.
2: I just um, the one thing I can't get down with with the Democrats is the taking the money from the people who've worked for it.
1: Well, it's not taking though; it's taxing, which is a part taxing. of the system. It's part of capitalism.
2: Sure, it is. But uh, but why do they have to keep taking more? What's the motivation for uh, people on welfare or EBT? to uh, to to work to even go try um, I hate that argument because I, I know I know but uh, it's an argument that a lot of people uh, bring up but it's wrong and, and here's I just want right. it I just want to talk about it so let's me. talk about it here's yeah. why
1: it's wrong people that are on welfare don't have great lives to begin with they're not just For like sure. getting the welfare sure. check and being like oh this is perfect I live in hog heaven here this is amazing
2: and there and there is and I know this is unpopular there's a lot of drug addiction that sure. goes with that, and okay. alcohol addiction. So uh, again, not a great life. Right. Sure.
1: Okay. So people. All right. So that's number one. So it's like, what's going to motivate them? Well, what will motivate them is opportunity, education, the ability to have a living wage. If you're somebody that comes from a really poor neighborhood, or you come from a bad circumstance, a la a Freddie Gray or whatever, people that live in his neighborhood, you, the the outlook for you is a lot bleaker than somebody who is a billionaire, right? Obviously your life is completely different. So I think before you start saying, let's what take away their welfare or what? No, motivating them, no motivation comes from having hope. And if you don't have any hope, you're not going to be motivated. So no, that's part of
2: the- I am. I'm, uh, I'm absolutely not saying, uh, take away the welfare. Um, I'm not sure where we are with uh, drug testing for welfare. I'm not sure if that's in uh, every state now.
1: I think it's completely un- like I don't see what the di- what difference does it make the the, the percentage of Why? people because what difference does it make if you what, what you need help if they're
2: if they're using drugs and most of their money is going towards. Trading their E B T cards for uh, heroin crack, whatever their drug choice is, and not feeding their children. And
1: yeah, that's a bad
2: situation, but that's not okay, the fault but, of but, be but, getting but help from no, the government. No, 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 it's not, but that is a reoccurring theme. Maybe maybe drug testing could put a little bit of a change to that.
1: I don't think it would. Why? Because if you're addicted to heroin, let's say. Sure. You want to get that heroin. Yeah, it doesn't make a goddamn difference whether you're not going to get your your card or your whatever your welfare check. Like you're going to get the heroin somehow. It's re- and and I think and, that's and, an, and, o- and, Is that really a, That's an overblown thing that people are ge- are just getting fucking welfare checks and they're buying all their drugs with it. And they're not getting. It's like um, what, I, I how much I don't money w- is going to that? Okay,
2: really, um, I believe that most of it is, and uh, and the other problem is. Is uh is that EBT money is not going to pay for somebody's habit for a month, so that can also lead to you know once you're out of your EBT money, um, there's an issue to feed your kids, there's right. an issue to feed your habit, and that can lead to crime, prostitution, stealing, whatever you have to do.
1: I mean, here's the thing: look, you're to an extent, you're right. So, it's not good when people are getting a, um a hand and they're not using uh, uh, it appropriately i just
2: want to i just want to because i can speak from a place of experience on right. this topic um i've seen a lot and again i don't come from that background but i was a part of that lifestyle I've seen a lot of it uh a lot of people who are in that situation using ebt guards to buy drugs and Right. all this and that and uh it's very it's very sad and it is extremely common and i i just think maybe uh drug testing would would help maybe. Ma- maybe here's the thing but but maybe um i i guess my only opinion is why not try it
1: well, I think it's been tried in certain places, honestly. I it's mean, here's, here's in, my problem with the whole case. thing. It, it's always going after, because that's the argument, where it's like, well, why are we going we're after going rich going people? going
2: after the black, but there are more white people on welfare than black. A-
1: absolutely, and here's what I want to say. There's no, like like I mentioned, yeah, maybe we could try to like tone down the welfare state if there was other stuff in place, if the people that are getting drug tested then have an opportunity to get... Free rehab, free counseling, things that are going to actually help them. We don't have a system in place like that. But a lot of... um, And besides that, fucking corporations and rich people are on welfare too. Yeah. It's just a different type. It's corporate welfare where they get massive offshore tax havens. They got tax breaks. Their businesses get taxed. They don't have to pay people. They don't have to provide them health insurance. They're getting breaks constantly.
2: Absolutely, they're getting breaks, but uh, my biggest thing, and maybe I've brought this up, I'm sure I've talked to you about it before, is um, is uh, my family has a very, very nice life now, um, but we, uh, we didn't start that way. We started in a very small apartment. We had to move a lot. Um, my mom has worked, and my dad retired around 2000, to take care of the kids when we moved uh, to Missouri, but my mom has worked for 30 years, starting at all the way at the bottom up to uh, presidency level of a company. I just don't understand why she should be taxed more when she's been working her goddamn ass off, doing that commute, just doing everything she has to do the amount of stress that that is in this woman's life and, and all of this, she's worked so hard for it. I just don't like the idea of somebody coming in and being like, well, I'm sorry. We assume that people who have money are old generation money. They didn't work for it, and we're just gonna take it.
1: Right, well, number one, that's not the assumption that I'm making. Your mom no, wouldn't be I, the... I, I, no, I, 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 I know that. I, I, what I, I'm just saying, your mom... like. You know, yes, you have a nice life. You're not the level that I think is being talked about here. Like, even as much, you know, as well as your family might be doing. Yeah. That's not the – like, a lot of – I've had this conversation with people close to me where it's like – They go, Well, we're gonna get sad. No, you're not, you're not even close to the level that they're talking about. And you have a great amount of money and you have a great life. Like, we're talking people that make like 10 plus million dollars a year, which is a fraction of the people, you know, population in the United States.
2: Uh, sure, sure, that's true. And I don't want to get into my family's finances, but, um, but no, that's not the case. Is, um, we are being taxed more now.
1: Right, but that's not... I disagree with that then. At, at a certain point, I think it should be like $10 million or above you get taxed at X amount. And yes. Everybody between like $200,000 and $10 million get to, or whatever, a smaller amount gets it. You know what I mean? Amount. It's like... Yes. Of course, there's problems with the tax code, but I don't have a problem when you're taxed... First of all, taxing individuals, maybe I could even get behind. You don't tax uh, an individual ever more than 49%. I think you should be able to keep the majority of the money you make. Fine. Mm-hmm. Sure. Corporations need to be taxed at a much higher rate uh, because they are making money off of everybody else. Sweat equity and yeah. people buying their product. Fine. So if you're not satisfied with the billion dollars you're making, you need mm-hmm. to make six. Go fuck yourself. That's how I feel about that. Yeah,
2: I, I would People's agree.
1: a different story. Corporations is a different story. And, I, you know, like... People make that argument a lot about, oh, well, people on welfare aren't paying their fair share because their lives are terrible yeah like, let's give them an opportunity to not have a shitty life and then if then if they're still going to abuse the system then fine then maybe we can have other but uh, checkpoints in place but we don't have that setup yet
2: but what is our um what's our plan to get them out of that shitty life what what's uh, our plan and, that's obviously. Well, right. my plan is
1: fucking education free health care and the ability to have food those are things like and i think work. everybody in the united states
2: should have what about a base level of security tr- Period. Trillions, trillions of dollars in debt. We're in. Where is this money going to come from? This debt is argument. We well, first of all, we it? could
1: cut the military budget by like thirty percent. Sure, that would I, make up quite a bit I of money. Ideal,
2: probably not going to happen.
1: Never going to happen. But you could cut that significantly. You um, could eliminate offshore tax havens for super corporations. Would and love use that. that. Money. You could force corporations to stop. Uh, or to start actually providing people with health care as opposed to saying, no, we're not going to do that, which then forces the United States to have to cover people through Medicare, Medicaid and other programs. my uh, That's where money would come from.
2: OK, I, I, I agree. And I like all those ideas. Um, but again, I. I can't help but be realistic. And I mean,
1: I'm you. You just asked a question. That's what I would do. Yes, it's not going to happen.
2: No, it's not.
1: And you're right. But 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 I do want to bring to this point because you brought up the debt. The debt is an imaginary number. Sure, it's and, never going to
2: get called in. This, None of the other
1: every other country has debt, and yeah. there is such a thing as good debt. You if you need a car,
2: yeah. and you
1: take out a loan, you're in debt, but yeah. you need the car. Sure, mm. it works the same way. We have to put stuff like. People complain about entitlements. They complain about health care and things like that that get spent and that runs up the debt in the United States. What is the point of being a citizen of a country if the country's not spending its money on its people?
2: That's very true. That's
1: legitimate debt. Wasting money, billions and trillions of dollars on wars that don't make sense, that's bad debt. And that's the
2: shit that. It's just a hard conversation to have. Um, Well, it's a hard conversation to have with people that don't want to listen. We're having it
1: and we're agreeing. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Um, You're right with the cars, though. You
1: know what I mean? Like y- yeah. you have you there's you're never going to have no debt.
2: I mean, it's impossible. So would it be good debt? The Lamborghini Aventador goes for 350,000. <laughs> Should I buy one of
1: those? If you can, you know, look, if you think you can be able to pay it off, but I mean, I if mean, you got to show up in I'm style. I'm looking at
2: 1575 for an apartment. Right. But
1: yeah, get the get, get the, the car. Yeah. Well, see, but that is what the United States does, and that's why the debt is high. Where it's like we ha- we have nineteen billion, uh, you know, planes we don't use, but we keep buying them.
2: I was setting you up for that. Yeah, can't have But that's, that's what it is. Like.
1: Yeah. We have we have 12 aircraft carriers. The next closest country I think has like 4 and we only use 2 of them. Yes.
0: We're we're fighting Wait, wars. So what? They just sit there? We're fighting wars yes. in the desert. They, we're, we're, <laughs>
2: dude, we have so many frigates, so many yeah. uh so many battleships, so many just fleets that, that sit, just sit in death? san diego they right. sit in new york they sit everywhere and right. we don't use it no, that's bad debt that could be used and, well, to the fix. only ships we use are, are the fucking coast guard ships right. and the whale wars right. and those aren't even we
1: ships. can use a lot of this wasted money to help fix the problems that we've created over decades mm-hmm. uh, you know in in shitty communities that's a that's a problem uh, you know? um,
2: one serious question I have for you, though, and for you as mm-hmm. well. All right, and then we're going to get to the Baltimore stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good, though. Um, Let's say, God willing, we do end up making a lot of money one day.
1: What, like the podcast, you mean? The podcast, us
2: as in individuals? general, right. this company. Let's say it blows up. We do end up making a lot of money. Right. Your political views... And how you feel about taxing the rich and all that. I, I don't picture it changing, but I would be interested to see how you felt about that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that comes up a lot where people are like, you know, I'll have that conversation with people. I think, I think it's, a people misconstrue that I like just decided to be, have these political views. Yes. I think I, figured out just by the way that I feel about things naturally that this is the you know like the, these this views match how yeah. I feel you know yep. what i mean i don't th- i don't think they'll change i can't say 100% if i had you know millions and millions of dollars but mm-hmm. i think if you get to that point and you're doing something you like to get that money and like that's that's another aspect of it i think if you're happy with how you made the money and you're you feel good about your life. Then if some of it gets taken away to be a part of a a bigger thing and to help other people, it is it is what it is. Like that, yeah. it's okay. sort of your responsibility if you if you've used the infrastructure of a country and you've gotten help from people and blah 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 to get that money. Then you do owe it to those people, like because you're just part of that system. So what are you gonna do? Not be part of the system now because the system helped you get to where you are. Now you can just get out of it. I think that's bullshit. No, I agree. Um, You know, I think, but I think a lot of people, their goal is to make money, not be happy necessarily or to contribute or to be a part of a thing. So, yeah, they get pissed when (laughs) that money gets Uh taken away. And, yeah, ideally, no, you wouldn't have to give too much. And if you could, like, actually limit where the money was being spent in shitty ways, then, yeah, then you wouldn't be taxed as much. You know, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But as far as, like, yeah, if I was a millionaire, would I. Yeah, I probably wouldn't love that they were taking money, that much money away from me, but I understand that it's part of the system, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Joey, how do you feel about
0: it? i would be honest with you. I always try to live a simple life, so I don't feel that it would be too much of a burden if, if a little extra was taken from me to help provide for everybody else. I would also like to use my money to kind of spin it in a way maybe – open up my own foundation or try to be more uh, active to help, you know, the everyday man. So if they have to take a little bit extra, sometimes you have to pay a little extra to help out, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a price, there's a price to living in this country. Yeah. You know, like that, that is what it is. And like I said, I think as far as individuals concerned, you should, and we're talking upper echelon people. Yeah. You should be able to keep 51% of your money. I think that's reasonable. Although, when the country was doing great and there was a thriving middle class, people were getting taxed at like 70%. Countries that do very, very well, and yeah, they're smaller, uh, people like much more socialist countries, they're getting taxed like 80%. Yeah. But they get it back. They get it back for. They get like 12 weeks vacation time. You know what I mean? It's like it comes yeah. back to them in different ways. Healthcare is is taken care of. You don't have to worry about it. Your education is taken care of. Do do I think that, that can work in the United States? I do. Okay. Do I think it's ever going to get there? No. And I think then, yeah, we have to talk about limiting the amount of money that's in government that's wasted and blah, blah, blah. But it's a whole much more complicated thing. you know.
0: So, oh, all, all what you could do is just build a supercomputer that can do all the numbers for you, no. and you just do it on a flow chart so everybody gets the same amount.
1: I think a flow chart is key. I yes, think that's probably absolutely. what the United States is missing. All right. Uh, All right, so we kind of wandered around for a while. Let's Mm -hmm. get into the Freddie Gray stuff because I think it's important. I wrote a couple of things down that I think we should talk about. What did I actually write to myself? I wrote, I want to give some updates on things that have popped up, oh, yeah, in the last day or so, uh, just to, like, inform the conversation. Let us, like, get into the flow of it so that way we know what's going on. I also wanted to, before we get into, oh, no, you know what? Let me read a couple of these things and then we'll we'll get into Mm -hmm. something else. Baltimore police will hand the report off to the state attorney, attorney general on Friday. Uh, without releasing it to the public.
0: So that's tomorrow. Correct. Okay.
1: Yeah. If you Well, actually, if you're listening to this, uh, it's, oh, it is, it is Friday. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, let me see. Baltimore Police Captain Eric Kowalchuk, he says, there is not a report that is going to be issued. What we are going to do, which is unique, is turn over all of our findings, all of our investigative efforts to the state's attorney's office. Mm-hmm. Why... Every time something like this happens, why do they have to go off book? They're, going, they're doing something that is unique. Follow the fucking protocol. If you don't <laughs> want people to get upset about the way that the system is working, that you don't want people to think that there's injustice.
0: And, that and you're show us why about, the system's not yeah, working.
1: Do what you normally do. Don't change it when something like this yeah. happens. Oh, it's unique. Why? They did the same thing in Ferguson. All this weird shit that goes on. Why do it right?
0: Do it the way you do it the way they told you to do it. I agree. Right. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Okay, so fine. Well, probably there's too many eyes on it and there's uh, there's probably too many things that could go wrong if they do it the right way, I guess. So they won't do it the Who right knows?
1: way. Who knows, but it, it creates an aura of suspicion that shouldn't be there. Mm. Just follow the fucking correct protocol and then shit's above board. No, they're going to do something unique. Okay. Other things that came out, there was a couple of rumors and like lies that came out Mm. that I wanted to dispel. But I also want, before we even get into that, today, the police admitted that, you know what? Uh There was actually a fourth stop during this journey. They've mentioned that there's been three. Oh. oh. Turns out there's a fourth one that nobody knew about. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Here's why that's relevant. Because last night, the Washington Post put out a report that said, prisoner in the van with Freddie Gray Mm -hmm. said that- Freddie was, quote, trying to injure himself.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Okay? Really? Yes. Now,
1: this, but this is what we're going to get into. This is the quote. A prisoner sharing a police transport van with Freddie Gray told investigators that he could hear Gray, quote, banging against the walls of the vehicle and believed that he, quote, was intentionally trying to injure himself, according to a police document obtained by the Washington Post. The prisoner, who is currently in jail, was separated from Gray by a metal partition and could not see him. So Freddie was throwing
0: himself against the, like the truck his, then? Let me ask bang you-
2: Banging his head, maybe? L-
1: let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. If you- And I have the video, again, we, we don't have to watch it, but it's him being dragged into the police yes. van. He's not moving one of his legs. We know that his spinal cord was severed. Yeah,
0: how was he throwing himself? In the, no.
1: If you're in the back of a van and you're not seat belted in, which is what they- Oh, I also have... Yeah, I
0: actually have that. Let me get into it. Oh, oh,
2: you mean he was just probably getting thrown around because he couldn't control it This is stuff. what I want to
1: read to you. I had... Stuff bookmarked from last week before all the shit hit the fan. Yeah, Thursday, April twenty third. Freddie Gray had no seatbelt on in the police van where he was placed in handcuffs and later was put into leg irons. Police said as they confirmed the possible breach of protocol forms part of their investigation. No, of course. Good job, Commissioner Anthony Batts said there was no circumstances under which a prisoner should not be wearing a seatbelt during transport. "Quote: He wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and that's part of our investigation," he told the Associated Press. (sighs) If you put somebody in a van who has a severed spine or has a fucked up leg without a seatbelt and he's handcuffed what do you think is going to happen as the van is moving that's a good you think part. he might fucking fall off the seat and bang into the partition that's separating him from the prisoner who doesn't know shit that can't see him do you think that's possible yeah no it's probably more likely that this 25 year old kid is trying to sever his own spine that's the fucking argument people are making mm-hmm. that's madness yeah Friday, April 24th. This is shit that happened a week ago before okay. they could get their story straight, right? This is what came out. It takes
0: time to get everything together. Yeah, you got to forget about the one
1: extra stop. Right. It takes time to. Yeah, exactly. Right. When, when you're trying to make shit up before, you know, you have to make shit up before <laughs> eyes are on it. This is the type of stuff you say. Police chiefs in Baltimore retreated on Friday from earlier claims that Freddie Gray must have been injured inside the van carrying him after his arrest. They said they were investigating what happened during one of the stops made by the vehicle. Asked whether Gray was fatally hurt by a so-called rough ride, quote, without a seatbelt in the back of the vehicle or could have been injured outside the van, Police Commissioner Anthony Batts said at a press conference "They were there were, quote, potentials for both of those. If someone harmed Freddie Gray, we will have to prosecute him. Deputy Commissioner Kevin Davis said officials were looking into the second of three stops the van's driver made after Gray was arrested on the morning of April 12th. Quote, the facts of that inter- in interaction are under investigation. Gray, 25, died after suffering a broken neck and injured voice box. Mm. Mayor huh. Stephanie Rawlings-Blake said earlier this week, quote, what happened happened inside the van, echoing a police report that said Gray, quote, suffered a medical emergency in the vehicle. OK, so a week ago, they're saying he was hurt in the van. Uh-huh. He's put in, and we know that he has a severed spine. Yes, he's being thrashed around. Yeah. Obviously, he's because not he's not, not seatbelted, he's handcuffed. Mm-hmm. So, put the fucking two and two together, and on top of that, there's a secret stop they made. Who the fuck knows what they saw at that point? Taco Bell, or what happened at that point?
2: Right, that's more what I'm concerned with. So, right, okay. Because so, I've I've told the story before of these kids. You always see the drunk kids mouthing off to the cops. Oh yeah, right. And my advice to them is always hey, dude, they don't have to take you to the police station. They can take you out to the middle of nowhere and beat the shit out of, of course, you for a couple of hours. which is what
1: ha- Something happened here.
2: Dude, to a close friend of mine, I won't say what town or where. I mean, I can. It was in Missouri. It was over five <laughs> years ago. Right. He was mouthing off one night. A lot of fields in Missouri. Uh-oh. He noticed uh, Clayton is where the jail is. You make a left onto Highway 100. He didn't go left. He didn't go left. He right. made a right, right out towards the middle of nowhere, got the shit kicked out of him for two hours, and was told he was in a car accident when he got to the uh, right. place. All right.
1: Right. So that's possible. And let me just say this uh-huh. this thing, because I because there were some other rumors that came out that we're going to dispel, right. because you've heard it from the right wing and on Twitter oh, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Here's my question, question
0: about this. So... We have all the cops saying that there was three stops. So I guess somebody from the Attorney General's office went and looked at the GPS of the car, the, the van they were well, in, and whatever. found out that there was a fourth stop.
1: Whatever it was, yeah. but the but the or the cops just admitted like a yeah, week there later there's another stop. Yeah, there's a week later because we forgot about it now. Yes, there's a fourth stop. So everybody that thinks there's three stops, keep in mind, no incorrect information. There are definitely. Four stops are made. Mystery things happen. Possibility exists. They put him in fucked up. They went too fast. They threw him off the seat. The poor guy hit his head, fucking fractured his neck. And then they stopped again. They're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do?
2: I think it's, it's more. Or they like, beat him up or who the fuck knows. I think they beat him up. And then it was one of those moments of like, holy shit, I think we broke his neck. Right. And, oh. like, and now, like, what are we doing? Exactly. Like, right. we're in trouble now.
0: Panic time, yeah. right? And no seatbelt. And,
2: th- and people had already seen him. Like people had already seen him, so it's not like let's just go bury this guy in the marsh. No, right? Like, They're people stuck. Know right. about what's going on? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Here's another thing that came out, and I saw it on Twitter, and I saw it all, uh, a couple of places. Freddie Gray, this is a rumor, uh-huh. Freddie Gray had a pre-existing injury from a car accident that made his spine easier to sever.
0: Yeah, I saw that on They Facebook
1: found some today. court documents. Here's what I have about the pre-existing condition, which is bullshit. Online reports are swirling that Freddie Gray had spinal surgery shortly before he died. Oh, no, wait. Oh, yeah. Shortly before, he died in police custody and I collected a payout and a settlement from a car accident. Those report, reports, which raise questions about the injury that led to his death on April 19th, point to Howard County court records as proof. But court records examined Wednesday by the Baltimore Sun uh, show the case had nothing to do with a car accident or a spine injury. Instead, they were connected to a lawsuit alleging that Gray and his sister were injured by exposure to lead paint. So they have nothing so to what do with the car That makes no sense. Well, the, they were saying the rumor, the people were speculating that he had a car accident and that's what the lawsuit was. But
0: about. the, the lawsuit was actually about lead paint.
1: Correct. The that's other interesting thing, up. uh, the other interesting thing about the lead paint case, uh-huh. if you're exposed to lead paint as a kid, it dramatically fucks with your emotional capabilities, your mental stability, things oh, like good. that. So you're going to make bad decisions because you're exposed to lead paint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Immaterial, but he was not in a fucking car accident that hurt his neck. Not true. Okay. The other part of this, Freddie Gray had spinal surgery a week before he was arrested. The free, Rep- Which, by the way, if you have spinal surgery, you're probably not out running a week no, later. No, I doubt okay? it. You're, you're in the bed. So let's just be logical about that. But I have a quote about this. The Free Republic website. The Free Republic is a conservative forum. Okay, It's like forums, and it started basically and got its popularity during the Clinton uh, blowjob scandal. Yeah, my dad started Your dad's the, (laughs) the, he created the Free Republic? Yeah, he did. Okay. Well, perfect. The Free Republic, well, they're going to be in trouble. The Free Republic website said Wednesday that Gray's, quote, life-ending injuries to his spine may have possibly been the result of a spinal and neck surgery that he allegedly received a week before he was arrested. The article also said that the injury was, was a result of a car accident and cited the fourth estate uh, as the source of information. The story did not, did not cite any court records. And since then, the Free Republic has removed the story from its website and cannot be reached for comment because it's not true. I, so uh, they just uh-huh. said a
0: thing to try to discredit this guy, which, by the way, um, no, whatever. Gotcha. What is the fourth estate? If Fought the just means the news, right? Yeah okay journalism journalism in south but
1: okay. in any event okay so those are things that you've heard they're not true freddie okay. Gray did not receive a settlement for a car accident not true didn't have spinal surgery a week ago a you can't not true. prove that it would seem pretty easy to prove that mm-hmm. uh but they can't so that's just not true all right so those are things that are out there and a week ago they're talking about this kid he's he's in the back of the van Nazi-belted handcuffs. So, obviously, if you have a pretty bad injury, you're you're going to be be flopping around. around. He wasn't trying to injure himself. That's absurd. That's That's crazy. That is absurd.
2: And, yeah, and let's just talk about how often... I don't know if you guys have ever been in an ambulance or a police van. No. Dude, they no. fucking lock you down in those of things. Course. Like there should be no reason this guy's bouncing all over the walls. No. It's
3: ridiculous.
1: No, it's it is ridiculous. One other quick point I want to make before mm-hmm. we get into kind of more the meat of it this uh this guy Tanahasi Coates who's a writer for the Atlantic. He's one of my favorite mm-hmm. writers. Uh he's just a beautiful writer, and he's great. I, I want to read a couple of the things that he's written about this to just kind of like inform our conversation. Before we get into that, Republican Governor Larry Hogan, uh, he the guy that's in charge here, extended 24-hour detention without charge limit to quote protect public safety while courts have been imposing sky-high bail, like five hundred thousand dollar bail. Yeah, no, they're not going to get out for minor offenses. Although they did let out like a hundred protesters oh, today. Oh, good. But. Okay, so they yeah. just are arresting people without uh, charge, and then keeping them on like ex- you know to excessive to keep ballot. The you can't. Right. Yeah. Okay, here's what I want to read, mm-hmm. and you guys can go to the Atlantic and you, or you just search for Tonasi Coates. It's T A dash N E H I S I Coates C O A T E S. He wrote a piece called "Nonviolence as Compliance," and I have an excerpt from it that I'd hmm. really like to read. Um, he also, okay, well, let me, let me read this thing and then we'll, we'll get into more of it. He goes, now tonight I turn on the news and I see politicians calling for young people in Baltimore to remain peaceful and nonviolent. These well-intended pleas strike me as the right answer to the wrong question. Hmm. To understand the question, it's worth remembering what specifically happened to Freddie Gray. An officer made eye contact with Gray. Gray, for unknown reasons, ran. The officer and his colleagues then detained Gray. They found him in possession of a switchblade. They arrested him while he yelled in pain. And mm-hmm. then within an hour, his spine was mostly severed. Yeah. A week later, he was dead. What specifically was the crime here? What particular threat did Freddie Gray pose? Why is mere eye contact and then running worthy of detention at the hands of the state? Why is Freddie Gray dead?
2: The run. But this I is, know it's unpopular. He but shouldn't. this, is
1: what, he this is what I wanted to bring up because we talked about this last week. Yeah, and we I wanted did. to call both of you. You know, I wanted to ask, call both of you. I wanted to ask both of you about this. Because I said, running isn't a crime, and I stand by it. There's no reason mm-hmm. the cop should you have been- You no, can from the
2: no, cop. No, running is not a crime. But to make, I just think about this. I know, I Even, know, even I as it. a white man, right. if I was out on the corner, I made eye contact with a police officer. And started and to you run. You don't know how far away they were, whatever the situation was. If I made eye contact with him and started running- He's at least gonna yell to me and start to give chase. I, I he, guess, but he, I don't think that, but that's. Think but, that's well. but that's bullshit. If you make though, that, didn't that do eye contact, contact and you that is, um, I guess it's just human nature, really.
1: I guess I'm it's sorry. not probable. Oh. Co- it's not probable cause to no, run. That's it's fucking not, bullshit. No,
2: it is. I think. No, it's it, not. It can be argued.
1: Of course, anything can be argued. Yeah, of course. Oh, a black guy's running. He must have done something. Let's go catch him. Well, Let's see, I don't,
2: shit. I don't appreciate you saying black guy there because, again, like we were saying, it could have been any of us. Like me, and, but I don't uh, think me it could have been here, any of though, us. No. Me and Joe here, though. Like, if I see, if I see a cop. We make eye contact. I run. He's like, oh, that kid probably has weed. I'm going to chase him. You know so, what I mean? So, like, yeah, but
1: okay. So th- I dis—I totally disagree, even if that's something that might happen. I don't think that would happen if I did that. And besides that, even if it did, I guarantee
2: I wouldn't end up dead because of it. No, of course not. Of course not.
1: Because the reason that they're chasing the guy is simply because he's running, which again, in and of itself is not a crime. and is not probable cause. But- and then they end up arresting him because of a thing they search him for. For no reason, just because he was running.
0: Why did he have so, a, such a, a switchblade on him? That, because that he lives in a, a shitty
1: an neighborhood question. and he might want to stab somebody yeah, if they try to kill him. Yeah, yeah, no, right it's, that's fine. That's because I, yeah, what are you talking okay, about? I have fine.
2: a knife in my backpack. Yeah, why, that I why, why do women carry fucking
1: mace yeah. around if they're walking their dog at two in the morning? Because in case they somebody tries okay. to rape, rape okay. them, that's why. Because I because, forgot, uh, I
2: don't think like that. Because in her eyes. Because you're a masculine man. I'm an adult and adults rape each other. Kind of a lot. <laughs> what is that? Wait, what? Um, Mulaney's joke uh, about uh, switching trains in Long Island City at 2 a.m.
1: Okay, well, in any event, fuck that noise that they've chased this guy for no reason. Okay, so let me finish up okay, with this Tanahashi Coates thing. He goes, the people now calling for nonviolence are not prepared to answer these questions. Many of them are charged with enforcing the very policies that led to Gray's death, and yet they can offer no rational justification for Gray's death, and so they appeal for calm. When nonviolence is preached as an attempt to evade the repercussions of political brutality, it betrays itself. When nonviolence begins halfway through the war with the aggressor calling time out, it exposes itself as a ruse. I love that. Mm. When nonviolence is preached by the representatives of the state, while the state doles out heaps of violence to its citizens, it reveals itself to be a con. And none of this can mean that rioting or violence is, quote, correct or, quote, wise. Any more than the forest fire can be, quote, correct or, quote, wise. Wisdom isn't the point tonight. And he's referring to the rioting. Disrespect is. In this case, disrespect for the hollow law and failed order that so regularly disrespects the community. Correct. I hear a lot of people being like, well, this huh. isn't going to help. And I have some CNN clips that we're going to watch that are fucking infuriating. Oh, really? But, right do you really think that they're rioting because they think that that's how you make political change? No, they're rioting because that's what's happening. They're pissed. Yeah. yeah and cause they're fucking, it's a fucking pissed. reaction. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I dude, the same thing with the Ferguson thing when they were burning down St. Louis County police cars, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Do go it. for it. Yeah. Right. I also want to make, thing. I just, don't loot the stores in your neighborhood. Please go fucking loot a Walmart. Right. Fine. But don't, like we were talking about (laughs) the other day, the guy who Michael Brown stole the cigarillos from that quick trip. Right. They came back, looted his quick trip, and then burned it down. So he had like a double bed. That's,
1: yeah, that's a rough, rough day for that guy. I also want to bring up this point because, and I really, you guys should go read Tanahasi Kotze's stuff, but he has another article where he points out. That Malcolm X, like a lot of people go, and we're going to play a clip of Wolf Blitzer, that piece of shit. No. People want to point to King, but they ignore Malcolm X. Malcolm X was there. He was involved in the civil rights movement. And yeah, while it's true that riots don't necessarily cause, like make law happen, Mm -hmm. they do spark change. And that's bullshit. If you want to pretend they don't, they would use Malcolm X as a threat. Yeah. They would say, look, King is here. If you don't want to listen to him, that's fine. Malcolm X is right behind him, and that guy's not afraid to use violence. That's a legitimate thing that people can't disregard. That's part of the history. Yes, Peace and violence were used in different measures during the Civil Rights Movement, and they're still being used. I also want to point to this. I watched this documentary called New York, a documentary film. I'm watching it. Uh The New York City draft riots, which took place in 1863, involved a lot of Irish people. Yes. Okay? It was mostly Irish that started that. They didn't want to go fight for the Union. Why would they? They burned down New York. They killed a lot of people. They killed a lot of black people. Yeah. Weird, weird. Blacks were being targeted even then. I wonder why that shit is still continuing. Christmas addicts, bro. Well, that was a different thing too. But but in any event, mm-hmm. but huh, we, for, weird that the for, the yeah. Irish immigrants that became cops uh, <laughs> killed black people in 1863 and also kind of like beat the shit out of them. Today. Are you
2: Irish? It's weird. I'm half Irish, half Italian. Yeah. Oh, we're both that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. scary, Joey. He's like Dutch, um, Irish, British, English, yeah. Scottish. All
1: right, wait, but let me let me finish this point. The New York City draft riots, while those riots were brutal, they were like some of the biggest uprisings in the history of the United States, did they actually make political change happen? No. Did everything change after them? Yeah. Yeah. So we can pretend that riots don't help to a certain extent. They, they do. We can pretend they don't. It's not ideal. We don't want people getting killed. We don't want riots happening. But when a riot does happen, people are going to pay attention.
0: I... I think also the other thing is that um, they try everyone to calm down because the next step after right, it just becomes even more violent. Because, you know, it, it might start with stones, but if it gets any heavier than that, you could have a real issue.
2: I, I, I don't understand your point. I, what do you I mean? I don't either.
0: Um, <laughs> let's see what would happen if the citizens started attacking the police?
2: Uh, not good things. Yes.
0: That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah,
1: no, I, and I agree. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. But, not advocating for riots, but riots are going to happen when mm-hmm. shit like this goes down. And uh, and for people, like we're going to listen to some of the clips from CNN, people going to pretend that they don't do anything. They do. Mm-hmm. And you can't pretend that they didn't happen during the civil rights movement and that violence was part of it that actually made change happen. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people are not willing to listen to you. They're just not.
2: No. Um,
1: but they they will pay attention when you burn down the fucking CBS. You know? Yeah,
2: they <laughs> they absolutely will. Um Again, I know I said I was in favor of, like, burning down the, the St. Louis County police car and stuff, uh, not in favor of hurting police officers. Um, I know they I'm do not in favor fucked of up things sometimes, but um, but it goes back to, uh, to my idea. If you, let's say you saw that police officer, Darren Will, or whoever, that committed some heinous act, and you did something violent to him, fine. But to you know, just find a group of police officers and act violently towards them, I'm not into it.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, again, I'm. I, yeah, like, right. uh, I, I don't think anybody wants anybody to get hurt, but that's. No, but you but know. it could
2: just be very similar to like, uh, let's say, uh, Gavin is here talking about trannies. And I and we leave the studio today, and I get maced by a tranny because <laughs> of what Gavin said three days ago. Right, you know what I mean.
1: Right, like you're paying. You're. There's a big difference, though. Here's the thing: there's a big difference between. Yeah, it's transsexual. It's transgender, transsexual. Tran, okay. The the difference between a person getting attacked for what they're saying, and a police officer. You're part of a, you're part of an organized thing. So you're sure. part of that group. So it's, it's different when you take the brunt, uh, you know, yeah, if a cop gets killed in these riots, it's not good. Nobody's happy about that. No. But I get why they would be a target. You're part of it. So mm-hmm. if you want to be a part of a thing, try to stand up for the good side of it, as opposed to being just yeah. faceless. And they, all right, Joe, we're probably going to be about like 10 more minutes. So just let them know. Um, Thank you. Uh, I want to get to a couple of these clips mm-hmm. f- from CNN and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. I don't think we have time to get to the John Jones stuff. We'll get okay. to it next week. But I wanted to. This is interesting stuff about the media because now I
0: think that's the next part of this whole thing. Oh, yeah.
1: April 19th is when Freddie Gray dies. The riots don't escalate until like April 24th, April
0: 25th. Oh, so there's a few days in between.
1: Yeah, uh, like a week. So I have some of the coverage of the new, f- that the news uh, okay. did on it, which is interesting. On CNN, in that. Time period uh-huh. from the 19th to the 24th. CNN mentioned Freddie Gray or something to do with the story 154 times.
0: All right.
1: Okay. MSNBC mentioned it 82 times, which seems low. And Fox mentioned it 25. 20 times. Wow. Right. So, not at all until the rioting starts. Then it's like 24 hour wall to wall coverage of the whole yeah. thing. Uh-huh. In the week after that, nobody really, they didn't mention it at all, Fox News. This is even more interesting. Okay. For the mentions of Freddie. Uh huh to cvs the ratio the amount of times <laughs> that people mentioned freddie gray the person that got killed and sparked all this yes. to the times that people mentioned the cvs which burned down and whatever which became like a symbol of this thing on cnn it was 96 times they mentioned freddie gray to 78 times they mentioned cvs oh jesus uh, msnbc was 141 times they mentioned freddie gray to 64 times mm-hmm. that they mentioned cvs and fox news was 84 to 65. Uh-huh. Freddie Gray to CVS. So why did the story become about the fucking rioting and like, oh, they, my God, they burned down a CVS. Who gives a shit?
2: Well, that's that's the biggest thing. It's like they burned down a CVS, not a mom and pop shop. No, not CVS will be fine in fucking two days. My like, my fr-
1: my friend on Twitter brought up a great point. He goes, well, there people are always arguing that like, oh my God, they're burning down their own store. It's a poor community. They don't uh, own their own stores. What are you talking about? No. uh, What
2: is uh? What's your friend's Twitter name?
1: Uh, I don't know. He might have changed. I don't know if he wants it out there. Honestly, I don't want to say it.
2: Okay. Uh, tell me afterward. Okay. Because um, we talked about two assholes in the beginning of the show, and uh, he's gonna get a second one.
1: What? Oh, really? I don't think it's. We're probably not talking about the same. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll talk about it after. (laughs) Um. But in any event, but that's a great point, right? It's like, yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I'm going to rip him
2: a new one. All
1: right. I don't think we're talking about the same guy, but let's see. But whatever. We'll get to it after. Um, Don't be weird, dude. Um, All right. So I want to just get to these clips from CNN and then we got to wrap up because we're going to run out of time. We got another Mm -hmm. show coming in and we're eating into their time a little bit, but I think it's okay. So uh, that's Solomon.
2: Oh, hey, Solomon. Hey, Solomon.
1: We've got a new guy hanging out at the studio, yeah. Solomon. He's, hey, Solomon. Uh, he's just enjoying this. Pre- well, how do you think it's going so far? Good. Well, everyone's well spoken. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, thank you, you can sit. In, yeah, yeah. Like, have a seat or if you're comfortable, seats. whatever. Um, we have clips from CNN that I wanted to play. The first one is between this councilman, Carl Stokes. Mm-hmm. He's talking to Aaron Burnett, who I'm not a big fan of. She's on CNN. I just want to play. It's like a minute of this clip, and you know, it's just so it's out there. You can see yeah. kind of the coverage. CNN's coverage has been absurd. So let me get to where it is. It's like a, a minute of the clip. This is Aaron Burnett talking to Carl Stokes. Stokes, I want to ask Hold you. Hold on, let me skip ahead right. You know,
3: it's interesting because the mayor of Baltimore, who's come under a lot of criticism, scathing criticism for her handling of this, referred to uh, the people who were doing this last night as thugs. And she got a lot of criticism for that. There were people I saw on Twitter saying, why would you call them thugs? Then they're not going to listen to you. President Obama. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure
1: that's that's that was a real good summation of what people were saying on Twitter. That you idiot
3: called the protesters in his words today, quote unquote, criminals and thugs. He also carefully chose to use that word. Isn't it the right word?
5: No, a question is not the right word to call our children thugs. These are nice. children who have been set aside, marginalized, who have not been engaged by
3: us. No, we don't have to call them But how them does that justify thugs. what they I did? That... I mean, that's a sense of rightful yeah, wrong. They know it's wrong to steal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on.
1: I, that, that type of, like, tone where it's like, come on, like, these guys know they shouldn't, like, do stuff. Did you understand what's going on there? Like, do you get that there, there, there's anger yeah. and there's resentment, and that uh-huh. they no, probably don't give a flying no, fuck about your CBS. Get that. No, oh, I'm white lady on CNN, and I, you know yeah. what? They know don't steal. Oh, yeah. Aaron, idiot, they should know
2: better than that.
1: Of course, some people didn't do
2: it. What's her name? Aaron Burnett. Aaron Burnett, whore, mm, <laughs> wow. slut, dude. Don't care. Don't care. Because I put it out there before. Not a slut. <laughs> All right, here we go. I can be.
5: Come on, so calling them thugs, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. No, we don't have to call them by names such as that. We don't have to do that. That is exactly what we've sent them to. No, when you say come on, come on what? You wouldn't call your child a thug if they should do something that would not be what you would expect them to do
3: look i respect your point of view i would hope that i would call my son a thug if he ever did such a thing but but the congressman <coughs> let me ask you to respond to councilman stokes all
1: right well, anyways that's what i wanted to show first of all good for him i don't like this has been thrown around a lot where thug is like the replacement for the n-word oh right that's like that's a that's
0: a thing that's kind of did not know that
1: well it happened with richard sherman where they were calling him a thug a thug a thug uh. and he's like that's just a replacement for the n word, and I yeah. kind of agree, right? You're, it you're, is. You're calling this absolutely stuff. is. Nobody say. Obviously, oh, they shouldn't that. be doing this. Like, yeah, in an ideal, rational situation, yeah, you don't rob or loot or burn down your city. No, no. This isn't a rational situation, though. No. And for her to be like, well, annoying. This is even better. This is a clip. This is a short clip of Ashley Banfield, who's another one on CNN, mm-hmm. who is interviewing Stokes, and she chastises him about. What Uh -uh. happened on that interview? So let's play that. You
5: condemn their behavior, you put it down, you tell them it's wrong, you explain why it's wrong, but in terms of healing, which we have not begun in many ways in this town, you Mm -hmm. don't start by calling them names.
3: I appreciate I appreciate your clarification. I also appreciate you not using the word on this program. I was watching uh Aaron's show last night and I was livid, I have to say. You're a leader and um I just think, you know, so many people have said, don't say it in rap, don't say it so loosely, don't assume you can say it because you're one color if another color can't. It's just so painful to hear it no matter what color we are.
1: And I'm- are you out of your fucking mind? Uh, he's, he's a black dude. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. She's gonna sit there and be like, don't use it. Go fuck yourself. Well, how can look at she's this- like, look at his
2: face? yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's <laughs> like, I'm a white lady yeah. who grew up in the South using it all the time. But you, as a black man, I don't feel well. Comfortable it, it, with she's
1: it. just doing it so she can get some cheers online, where it's like good for you. Yeah, like good
2: Twitter's gonna you. love it. He can yeah. say
1: whatever the fuck he wants. You can say it if you want, Ashley Banfield. You're gonna get yeah. shit for it, but you can say whatever you want. That that one drives me insane because it's like you're gonna tell this dude, who's a black man, not to use the N word. How did? What is your? What? <laughs> oh, it's so painful. Shut up. Is it painful for you to hear you idiot?
3: Yeah. I'm glad you decided not to use it on this show, and I want to move on to some of the.
1: Yeah, just move on from that. Yeah, okay, yep, so I want yep. to play that. That's absurd that she's going to tell this dude not to use it, and she's going to like ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, that that's taking it to such a crazy degree where it's yeah. like, all right. Well, anyway, I don't really have a point about that. I just that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then. You know what i feel like we're kind of running out of time i just want to play a very quick bit of this mm-hmm. wolf blitzer interview with a uh like a protest leader yeah. he's trying to get him to like condemn what's going on and then we, then
6: we can move on from this
2: okay
6: I'm i want to pretty- bring in uh, deray mckesson he's a community activist who we first met uh, in ferguson missouri he's now in baltimore as part of a peaceful protest uh, deray thanks very much for joining us what's your plan today
4: what's your mission in baltimore you know, Knock we're here shot. supporting uh, yeah. the <laughs> protesters on the ground and continuing the movement. You know, there's been a lot of positive demonstrations over the past couple months here in Baltimore and across the country because the police have continued to kill people. I mean, tonight will be another night where people come out into the streets to confront a system that is corrupt.
6: Okay. You want peaceful protest, right?
4: Yes, for sure. Yeah. And remember, the people that have been... Now, when he
1: was asked, do you want peaceful, peaceful protest, what did he say? For sure. Yes, for sure.
2: Yes. Well, he paused for a second. But But he said yes.
4: Violence since August have been the police. We think about the 300 people that have been killed this year alone like that is violence. There's been property damage here that's been um, really unfortunate over the past couple for a day or so here. But remember, there have been many days of peaceful protests here in Baltimore City and in places all around the country.
6: But at least 15 police officers have been hurt. uh, 200 arrests, 144.
1: 15 police officers have been hurt because that's their fucking job. When shit hits the fan, that's their job. Yeah. They signed up for that job, and they risk that. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but they risk that. Nobody was killed. They risk getting injured as a police officer, and that's why they get to retire at 45 with, like, a $100,000 pension. Well, that's no, have
2: you ever seen, were you ever a uh, The Wire guy? No, I haven't watched The Wire. Yet. Okay, uh, there's two older alcoholic cops on the show, and uh, one of them is telling his buddy, he's like, look, man, just like get punched by one of them or fall down the stair by a criminal or fall down the stairs and they're going to give you X amount of money and you basically get to retire. Right. And so one of them ends up like taking a punch in the face by uh, a, you don't. Yeah, whatever. To show. Don't get into the whole thing. But yeah, yeah it is. Well, right. It's great. And, right. Uh, yeah. That's, and that's the risk the outlook they have. Yeah. Like, it's like, why would I risk my life when I can just fucking take one punch in the face and basically retire?
1: Right. But 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 aside from that, you know, if you're gonna do a dangerous thing, some dangerous might happen to you. That's the that's the problem. Okay. Yeah
6: vehicle fires these are statistics local police have put out 15 structure fires there's no excuse for that kind of violence right
1: Uh, like what what Wolf Blitzer you fucking belabor the point no nothing idiot
4: and there's no excuse for the seven people that the Baltimore City Police Department has killed in the past year either right Right. (laughs) Mm. I love that we're not making comparisons.
1: No, you are making comparisons, dipshit. Because you're at, you're talking about a thing where a black dude got killed in police custody, and there's protests and riot, riots in reaction to that. And you're like, "But do you do you think that those cops' cars should have been hurt?"
6: Obviously, we don't want anybody hurt, but I just want to. I'd like to see you get the, hurt, Wolf Blitzer. There should be peaceful protests, not violent protests, in, in the tradition of Dr. Martin Luther there, King. There,
1: oh, see, and there you go. There you see, go. He's gonna throw King but into now, the face of a now, black man, man mm-hmm. right? And he's gonna go. Right? Like, you're supposed to be like King, right? One of the good ones, right? Oh,
0: plus, I mean, he answers back.
1: Well, he <laughs> does answer back, but right. But, no, it doesn't Mean Nobody wants to mention Malcolm X, who was there and was part of history. But let's literally whitewash history, right? It's a, yeah. uh, this guy. Sure. And he's going to throw King in his face and be like, you have to be like Martin Luther King. Why don't you be like King Wolf Blitzer? Yeah. Where are you out there giving speeches, you piece of shit? I fucking hate, I hate these people because what are they uh, doing? Well, I
2: hate Wolf Blitzer. Yes. Like- Big time. Yeah, me
1: too. So, He's a douche
2: Yeah, Yeah, there
4: should be peaceful protests and I, I don't have to uh, condone it to understand it right that the, the pain that people right. feel is real And you are making a comparison. You are suggesting this idea that broken windows um, are, are worse than broken spines right and what we know to be mm. true is that the police are killing people everywhere They're killing people here six police officers were involved in the killing of Freddie Gray and we're looking for justice there Um, And that's real, right? like The violence that the police have been inflicting on communities of color has been sustained and deep. But you agree, I assume, with
6: President Obama, who just said a few moments ago, there's no excuse for the violence that erupted yesterday. There's no excuse for the stealing, no excuse for the arson. You agree with the president?
1: Why wouldn't you address what the guy you're interviewing just said? He just made mm-hmm. points about broken windows are not comparable to broken spines. Ignores that and he's mm-hmm. like, "The black the black president said it and you're black, so you two should have to agree." Do you not like, What not, are you doing?
2: Do you not notice that a lot on a news no, show of course. where they ask a question Yeah, they just says whatever no. he wants to say. No. And then they just ignore it. He's never like oh you didn't answer my question he's just like oh blah 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 right. my talking point
1: well and why yeah. would you want to go down that road when you have 19 of hours of, of coverage so. to fill why why would you not follow the guest and see what he has to say no let's no i'm sticking to this narrative he's got that's an agenda narrative. Yeah. yeah cvs cvs remember the ratio 86 to 90 you know
4: yeah what i agree with is that i advocate people to peacefully protest i also know that pain manifests in different ways right. and i don't Again, I don't have to condone it to understand it. People are grieving and people are mourning. Um, And I would advocate personally for people to do it in ways that you are calling peacefully. Um, But again, I also know that Freddie Gray will never be back and that Mm. those windows will be. The, uh, the and, and the president also said, President Obama. He said the <laughs> violence.
6: He said distracted from the uh, peaceful protests and distracted from the morning.
1: It's so annoying. You know what? They they are they're a distraction. If you in the media, Wolf Blitzer and people like you are only going to talk about them yes. instead of what happened and the peaceful protests. He's in a split screen right now. If you're watching the clip, Wolf Blitzer is in a split screen with people peacefully protesting. Yeah. What? You are the distraction, you you old fucknut, fuck old fucknut. I feel like
6: I've had better ones than that. It's okay. But the family of Freddie Gray was seeking yesterday. Uh, your
4: reaction to that? You know, a distracted from from progress is when city officials get on TV and call uh, black people and pain thugs, right? That's a distraction. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that the unrest, the uprising, whatever you call it is again a cry for justice here and a cry for justice across the country because the police continue to terrorize people and again the terrorizing is actually deadly broken windows are not broken spines uh, people are in pain so so i think that the the president um i hope that he understands the the conditions that created the unrest and that continued the unrest not only here in baltimore but across the country because freddie gray will never see another day and neither will tamir or ayana or mike brown DeRay McKesson is a community organizer, right,
1: and that's basically the end of the video. That guy did a great job not yeah, getting annoyed because
0: I'd be like, "Are you kidding me, Wolf Blitzer? Are you out of your fucking mind?" No, no, he did. he handled it fantastically well.
1: <laughs> Say that you you they shouldn't be. Vi- Shut up, Wolf Blitzer. I hope somebody goes over there and yeah. throws a tire iron at his forehead. That's what I hope. Maybe we should call the episode that tire iron thrown at Wolf Blitzer's forehead. <laughs> you didn't write down any titles. No, I did not. You're, no. the, you're worthless. uh all right, so that's basically it. That, that's the whole story. We'll get to the John Jones thing next, next week. week. That's fine. Um, you got, how do you guys feel about that? Good? Do you think we got into it enough? I, yeah. I just felt like we had to get into it to that extent. Get all the information. Know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We gave you a little bit of you know, media criticism at the end, but I think it's important, and obviously we're going to stay yes. on top of it. So, but just know that. I think it's important those... Like those rumors and lies that are out there. Yeah, not, they're not true. They're not true. So just know that. Yeah. And you the magical
0: foth stop that couldn't tell anything.
1: Right. We know nothing. Literally is we know nothing. We, okay. know, we nothing. know nothing. Yeah. Check it out. But, I'm um, Samurai. But yeah. Uh,
2: again, just a lot of the things we say on here are our genuine opinions, but oh, yeah. it also is satirical in nature. Sometimes and we try to be funny and um, and I know that doesn't translate. Sometimes 90, it doesn't. Ninety percent of the time, but uh, but we are here to have fun. We love all of our listeners, men, women, uh, transgender, whatever the hell you are. If you're right. an alien, that'd be cool too. That'd be awesome. That would be- Uh, If you're an alien, by the way, call in and get on the show. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) so I think it's been a great episode, and I'll throw it back to you to close this out.
1: Thanks, Bubba. I do want to say, my man, I can't remember his name, but he, the guy who was like, you guys want to be on Fox? I can't share this, and I, I... we obviously talked about that Mm -hmm. last week and he commented this one. He was like, I was laughing so hard at your comment, like already shared it with friends, like love it. He's from Chicago. Oh, Thank you. sir. we appreciate you you listening. We appreciate you sharing it. Everybody else. We appreciate you listening and we appreciate you sharing it. Subscribe, go to soundcloud.com slash mandatory Samson. Subscribe to the podcast. People are doing that. We love it. We we love doing the show and we appreciate that people are listening to it. Email us mandatory Samson at gmail.com. You might even end up on the program. We might talk about what you have to say. Uh, You can get a in touch with us on Twitter. I love interacting with people on Twitter. It's a lot of fun. I'm at Man He is at Joey from Jersey. Jersey with a Z. The guy across from me with the beautiful Tuesdays with Stories T-shirt is at A underscore Lozy. L O Z Z
2: I. Yeah, and can I add one more? Please thing? do. Yeah, um my Twitter followers have been going up like crazy lately. Uh, I've been getting a lot of interactions nice. about the shows. And, uh, it's awesome. I love answering. I know I don't get, Chris is very good about the SoundCloud comments. He gets on them kind of right away. I try to do that too, but, um, but I've been loving the tweets I've been getting and I will respond to those very quickly. So thanks so much guys for the support. Uh, I love talking to you
1: absolutely uh joey i think you feel the same way right you yeah, get some absolutely. tweets and things people are yes, involved so follow joey give him throw him a bone the kid loves uh, mm. when you're talking to him and he yeah. likes when you defend him on the show it's fine i
0: love it when you defend me on the show thank uh you.
1: megan from canada we love you thank you for uh writing in happy birthday we're going to close the show with Jay cole song of andrew's choosing i also want to remind you if you guys are interested go check out uh jolie's um project let me give the link one more time it's crowdrise.com scarlet letter baltimore you can go check it out and uh see what that's all about
2: one question does it have to be from 2014 forest hills drive the jake she
1: requested that okay uh so i think we're gonna go with that okay so thank you everybody for listening we really appreciate it questions comments compliments uh concerns whatever you got send them our way we gave you how to reach us so thank you very much we will talk to you all next thursday have a great week